0: In a world where coaches are still the main characters, the players are now legally chasing the ultimate bag, and the game of basketball is always the top priority, there is only one brand you can trust to help you wade through all the madness. Hey, I'm Tate Frazier from One Shining Podcast, and you can join me twice a week as we navigate the always entertaining world of college basketball. Every Monday, the Ringer's Kyle Mann helps me make sense of the biggest stories from the weekend, and on Fridays, we talk to our many friends of the program. We're locked in on the best postseason in sports. Make sure you follow One Shining Podcast on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when your fantasy league meets up at your house, everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this is anything but a fantasy. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state. Based on coverage selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary.
2: This episode is brought to you by Hyundai. Think about all the stuff you can do now on Sundays after the Super Bowl's over. Adventurous activities. You need a Hyundai to get you there. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped For any adventure with features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Or available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com.
0: Welcome to the Ringer NFL Draft Show. My name is Danny Heifetz, and I am joined by Danny Kelly, Ben Sluck, and Craig Horlbeck. We are doing a mailbag today. Thank you to everyone who emailed us at ringerfantasyfootball at gmail.com. And of course, you can go to nfldraft.theringer.com. DK has his Woo. big board up there, top 32 players. Ben Solak yeah. has a mock draft up there. So does DK. Woo. I will have a mock Michael draft Michael Penix to soon.
3: the Steelers? I'm kind of in. I'm kind of in on that.
0: <laughs> I will <Yeah>. never. <laughs> NFL i <I'll take> <laughs> Anyway. Literally anybody. The on that note, though, the real the crux of draft season is the quarterbacks, and thus we will be doing. We have to start off with the only place to start off, which of course is
4: Panda Watch. Panda Watch. <laughs> Am I supposed to do
3: it, or are you doing it? I, mean, I, like, when, I like when DK does it. DK do it. <laughs> DK doesn't fall honestly. Panda Watch. <laughs> uh, I have a question for for you guys. Obviously, mm. uh, at the zoo, the pandas that we are covering are always Drake May, Caleb Williams, and Jaden Daniels. But it seems that Mm -hmm. J.J. McCarthy is kind of sneaking into the zoo here. And I wanted to ask Ben and DK, is J.J. McCarthy a panda? Is he worthy of being a panda?
0: Also, for those listening, J.J. McCarthy is a human being. He's a quarterback for the Michigan Wolverines. It's It's a loaded question. Is Panda a quarterback
5: that we need to update (laughs) on because he's mover, shaker in the top 10, top 15? Or is Panda like a quarterback we think is good? The first. I would
3: say more the former, yeah.
5: yeah. Then, yeah, McCarthy's a panda. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Can you explain why? <laughs> <laughs> well, so it seemed like we, we kind of went to the Senior Bowl, and the Senior Bowl uh, had Bo Nicks out of Oregon and Michael Penix out of Washington. It was like, you know, these guys might be fringe round one players. Like, let's talk about them. And then neither one really impressed. I think DK did a really nice job after the Senior Bowl episodes kind of being like, hey, we've heard nothing about either one of these guys. That's not usually what happens after the Senior Bowl, right? Usually somebody leaves with some hype. Uh, and then, pretty quickly afterward, there was some like you know plugged in NFL reporting, like guys who who talked to scouts and talked to 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 league personnel guys. Bringing up, like, hey, like JJ McCarthy, like, we expect him to be potentially a round one guy. Dane Brugler said he expects him to be a top 15 pick. Daniel Jeremiah, who released a mock draft today of the NFL Network, uh, had him uh, uh, going eight to the Falcons. Yes, I, so. I know. I, yeah. I put him eight to the Falcons as well. Um, I think mean, the expectation right now is that McCarthy is the fourth quarterback off the board. And we've been saying on this show since the beginning, like, this is probably going to be four quarterbacks in the first round. Uh, I was kind of always going to be, you know, Caleb May and Daniels plus X. And it feels like McCarthy is increasingly going to be that X. There are people that say, like oh he's QB2 like oh there are some teams that have him above everybody except for Caleb like that to me feels like too much (laughs) I'm I'm not sure I buy that but I definitely buy the fact that McCarthy's going like top 15
3: why is this happening now is this the media catching up with the scouting or what would you characterize this as what's the reason
5: Uh, DK I don't know what you think I think yes this is typically the time when that happens right like the media consensus player rankings up through like the senior bowl and entering the combine is a lot of like no, like like we're just going off of this by our, our, our eyes like who do we like and who are we scouting well and like some preseason hype and then over january through february that's where i think the media really calibrates a lot better to where the league is at because that's where the, the you start talking to scouts you're talking to general managers instead of like you know talking to teams about the sport that's going on you start talking right. about the draft and then once we hit like middle of march then it's misinformation season so this is the time right now where like to me the recalibration is true it's legitimate and yeah it seems like League teams really believe in like McCarthy's winning pedigree. They believe in his physical talent. They believe in his youth and his ability to develop. Like they are, they're buying into
4: it. I think there's a little bit of an element to Craig here of the mystery box thing. The, you know, the the line that we always mention My favorite. F- from Family Guy where, <laughs> you know, you could either have a boat or you could have this mystery box. It could even be a boat. Um, mm-hmm. and I think there's a little bit of that element going on here where before the senior bowl, it was like the hype machine was going crazy for Bo Nix. There, there was like a lot of reports and and discussion and, and, you know, not necessarily reports, reports, but like there was a lot of discussion that Bo Nix was going to come out of the senior bowl as like a lock to be a top 10 pick. He, he went there and from everybody that I talked to, no one was super impressed with him. He didn't really stand out. Um We don't know exactly how he did in the interviews, but the fact that JJ McCarthy is now like coming in, he's like, we need somebody who's going to be like a top 10 quarterback. We need to talk about somebody who's going to be in the top 10. Uh, you know, JJ McCarthy, we don't know much about him. He's 20 years old. He doesn't th- he doesn't throw very many passes. Um, he's kind of a game manager in Michigan's offense, but you know what? He could be a boat. Cool. Nice. O- o- you know, over the years. I think I do like I think I like McCarthy more than Solek. Um, but I, I acknowledge that the tools are the reason he's being talked about as a top 10 pick, not yeah. necessarily like this what is a he classic
5: did. example of oh well, he's toolsy. And it's like, yeah, but his tools are not even like 90th percentile. They're like 75th percentile. Like he doesn't have an elite arm. He has a good arm. He does, he's not like an elite mover. He's a good mover. So if the tools are the selling point point, yeah, and the tools aren't even elite, what are we doing? He could even be a boat. He's a winner.
3: <laughs> where, where does he's a winner land on like the bullshit scale of, oh, of reasons to like a quarterback? Teams love that. Teams love it, yeah. Craig.
4: It's a it's a real
5: thing, Craig. Uh, I don't know if you've heard, but you play to win the game, uh, so it's actually top reason number one. That's okay. that's why I draft the
4: guy. <laughs> yeah, that's like I f- I feel like I I have to use this caveat every time I talk about McCarthy. It's like maybe I don't think that saying he's a winner is like a legitimate way to analyze yeah. a quarterback, but teams do, GMs do, the teams the the individuals in the NFL making decisions look at that yeah. as a plus.
5: And so, I've got like, I, I've got no issue if you have McCarthy QB four like if on your Penix Knicks uh, and McCarthy you know group he's he's your clear like top of that group that makes sense to me I get that and people who even like put him up against Daniels I'm not fully there but I can I can understand it like I can see how you get your head around it. So I uh, I think one that doesn't mean he should be a top ten top fifteen pick. I would not want to draft a player this highly for for this this long of a dice roll, right? This th- these long of odds you're kind of really trying trying to hit a bullseye here. Uh, nor do I think anybody who's got him ranked above C- uh, Drake May or Caleb Williams is is like you know uh, at the right spot with both players. I think Caleb and Drake are so clearly like you're already physically way better and then way more polished relative to to JJ. So that's where that's where I kind of land on on his hype.
0: So I think that. I, I agree with what you guys are saying, but the last thing I want to clarify here. So if we just say, let's just say the Bears take Caleb Williams first, and let's just say the Washington takes Drake May second. Let's just say the Patriots take Jaden Daniels third. And so like that's basically what you have in your mind. You have Jaden Daniels to Washington in your mock, and then Drake May to the Patriots. DK, I think you have that reversed. But at that point, okay, so McCarthy's the fourth quarterback. So like you just said you don't think McCarthy's like a f- top 15 quarterback. In your opinion, you have uh, J.J. McCarthy to the Falcons eighth. Yeah. DK, if you're like, all right, well, McCarthy's the fourth guy. When you say McCarthy's the fourth guy, are you saying like, okay, but he still should go to the as a top five pick, as a top 10 pick when the other three are gone? Or are you saying that I think there's a teardrop, but I probably wouldn't, if I'm even the Pittsburgh Steelers, if I'm one of these other teams, I probably right. still wouldn't pull. Your Seahawks are picking 16th. Would you want J.J. McCarthy to the Seahawks if he fell all the way to 16? Or are you saying he's not a first round guy?
4: No, I, I think the... The reality of the situation is teams get nervous that they're going to mess. They're going to get too cute and mess it up. But I think it, the best case scenario is you trade back a little bit, grab it near the end of the first round. You get the five years on his contract, and it's a good situation where you can you have a bridge quarterback, probably, and you're developing him over a couple of years, like we've seen happen and work very successfully in the past, where, you know, like Jordan Love, for instance, he, th- that's not the ideal situation of like sitting on the bench for three years or whatever, but... Guys get to develop a little bit, learn the system, get it down pat so they don't have to go in to a game immediately and feel like they're trying to like learn Spanish and talk to people in the different language and all that stuff. Um, so the ideal situation is you would trade down to the back half of the first round and do it. And I think like, that would be like, fine. So the
0: Packer, I will say, Packers didn't trade back for Jordan They traded trade up oh. for Jordan Lowe. Like, that's imagine another situation.
4: The yeah.
3: Chiefs take J.J. McCarthy, he sits for 10 years and then he comes in at 30. <laughs> yeah. So he's yeah. only 20. So there you go.
0: Imagine
4: how good he would be. But um, here's, the, I,
0: I, I, I got to, my only bone to pick with both of you—the draft season—is the idea trade back and you get your franchise quarterback. I'm like, if he's your quarterback, he's your quarterback. The pa- like Jordan Love, is the right guy for the Packers. Clearly, it doesn't matter if they took him 12th or 20s, like 28th. It's so like, are just the guy or he's not. I'm like, it's like, oh, we'll trade back and get him. It's like, is he good enough or not? At the 16th pick, who cares if you move back 12 spots and get a third round? Well, I think or what they're trying like, to say about is maximizing not, value.
3: Yeah, I think, or it's like he's not good enough to go top 10, and I would only want him if I could get
0: him in the late 20s. That to you me know. is the answer, though. You're yes. saying that, like, if you're saying I want to, I only want them, like, I, I'm fine throwing the fish back and not coming. To me, feels like, to me, that's an out.
4: I but, think, yeah. So, yeah, and what I was getting to essentially was, in a perfect world, you would trade back and mm-hmm. get extra picks, you know, whatever, and you could maybe make two picks if you trade back into the first or whatever. In a perfect perfect world, doesn't always happen, and sometimes these coaches or GMs or whoever is making the decision they panic and they're like, we're not going to be able to do it. We got to just pick him here. And so that's why he could be a top 10 pick.
5: It it goes back to my favorite rule, which is that when you're a a GM, your number one job is not to win the games, not to win the Super Bowl. It's to keep the job, right? That is the number one objective. Hang on to that sucker for as long as you can. If you take J.J. McCarthy at eight, and if you take it versus if you take him at 28, the exact same team, the exact same environment, that difference of 20 picks. You can go the whole season without playing J.J. McCarthy if you took him at 28 and generally get away with it. Yeah, there'll be heat on you and like, oh, you got to put him in for over you so on and so forth. But in general, you can get away with it. You take him at eight, buddy, you're playing him by week nine. And I, I don't like that. That's the reality. But like, that's going to be the pressure that's on you. And so uh, there is a qualitative difference to taking the same player at, 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 early, at the first half of the uh, first round versus the back half of the first round, just in terms of the expectations of that player year one into year two.
4: Yeah.
0: So, okay. Uh, flip side of that. So back end of first round quarterback, we had an email, email here from Kevin. 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 Kev. Kev Meister. The Kev if your man. team at the back end of the first round and you need a long-term solution at quarterback, I would can you think rather... Of a team. Yeah, exactly.
4: So this is oh, not hypothetical.
0: Still, is it more like the <laughs> I'm high, Kevin? You're um, gonna <laughs> <laughs> you take JJ McCarthy out of this, but Kevin says, "Would you rather, with your first round quarterback sitting draft Michael Penix Jr. at of Washington, Boomer Bo Nix at Oregon?"
4: Like how a- boomer, boomer Bo, Bo Nix is Boomer Bo, even though he's the same age as Michael Penix. Yeah, well, they're just they're both <laughs> Millennial sticking. Mike
0: doesn't have the same ring to it. That's
4: but. Yeah, that's nice. Millennial
0: Mike. Elder Boomer Millennial? Bo? I don't know. Or would you rather trade that that first for Justin Fields, even if it's a little bit of an overpay? I'm curious. Who, uh, mm. DK. we can start with you. But would you rather take Penix, Bonex,
4: or just trade the first for Justin
0: Fields?
3: Let's hypothetically say, like, the Steelers. Like, what would you do?
4: <laughs> Man, that's so tough. Um, I think, not to sit on a fence, but it depends on who you have at quarterback right now.
0: I think- uh, Just hypothetically pulling out of nowhere, um, Kenny, Pick-
4: Kenny Pickett. Kenny <laughs> Pickett. So I, if, I think if you're, if you're the Steelers, let's just say the Steelers, and you have Kenny Pickett, I think taking Bo Nix is like a lateral move. I, I don't really see that as like, this is our savior or whatever.
3: You want someone that at least is different, right? Like know, when, you, when, is, when you exactly. break up with somebody, you don't date somebody with the same personality. You, at least, you want
0: to switch things up, right?
4: <laughs> yeah. and so I, Nicks, I
0: think Bo Nix has big hands though, doesn't he? He's kind of hot. He's got big hands.
4: You know who else has big hands is Michael Penix, and that's Ooh. where I was going to go in this scenario, just because you know, they he's, big so, hands, he's big, so different. Big
0: feel,
4: <laughs> right. That was that was the insinuation. Um, Arthur he, Desmond Howard. I just think he's so different than than what you get with with Kenny Pickett. That's why I could see that being a realistic option. I do think after going to the senior bowl and like watching more tape and things like that. I think I probably am leaning towards JJ McCarthy would be the developmental guy I want based on his age and the trajectory and, and the way that you can develop him over a couple of years and not have to worry about as much like Penix is 24 years old or 23 and a half. He's going to be 24 as a rookie. Um, Bo Nix has played like 60, he started 65 games in college football and You know, I don't know, like how much of a development arc is that? Like, is he already maxed out in his development? Um, So I think that's why you could talk yourself into J.J. McCarthy. Um, I think if you want a day one plug and play guy like Michael, like go for Michael Penix. I know Ben vehemently disagrees with that, but that's that's okay because that's a big part of this whole process.
0: Ben, why do you disagree with that? But Michael Penix is plug and play.
5: I because uh, I don't think you play well enough after you plug and play I think I, you can plug right. and play I just don't think the results of the plugging and the playing will be as good uh, <laughs> I love that's a
4: really good explanation I thought it was going
0: to be plug and won't play because of know the what? four Te- career ending injuries four
4: season ending injuries in college technically everybody's plug and play the results are just going to be, plug be and play different. different
5: <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> after and play. you do it might be bad um, Yeah, the is going to be bad yeah, yeah. I'll, I, firstly I feel so bad for Kevin if he's like a Dolphins fan or a Buccaneers fan who like is stuck in this now Steelers yeah. construct for this question. But in general, I would prefer to have fields. Uh, I I prefer to trade the first for fields. Um, I think that if you're picking, if you're picking a quarterback outside of the top 20, I'm sort of the top 15 really in the first round, like the hit rate's actually just really low. It's hard to do. I'd rather take like the day two the round two round three swing and not have to spend 23 on it and then trade that for fields. And I feel like, like Craig said, you, you get something different probably, right? You're getting like a unique skill set. and there's a lot of win with worlds with, with Justin Fields because he can do unique stuff because he can do challenging stuff that can make your team functional. I think that he's a lot like, it's weird to call fields high floor because he's known for not being high floor among NFL quarterbacks, but relative to draft prospects, he is a high floor option in my opinion.
4: Yeah, I, th- I think I'd lean that way, too, actually. Craig, in your gut, would you rather have Justin Fields, Penix, Bo Nix, J.J. McCarthy?
0: Probably Justin Fields. Yeah. I think not only that, and also, it says Kevin, Kev, who emailed us, it says Kevin Colbert. I usually don't say the last names. Kevin Colbert, former general manager for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> but the, uh, the, the thing with Fields, too, I agree. I think I'd rather just have Fields at that point. I But the thing... The other good news is that I don't actually think you will need to give up a first round pick for Justin Fields because Justin Fields has unfollowed the Chicago Bears on Instagram. <laughs> and I don't have many receivers are in their own world. It's so Jover. Any other, any other position, if you have if they have like unfollowed you on in, like their team on Instagram, and they're not like an all-pro player, like you don't have to give up a first round. Like you just don't have to do it.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: So he's second rounder max if they don't follow their own team on Instagram.
4: I don't think he's fetching a first rounder anyway. Like it th- this is probably. He, he's definitely more like a second round trade option, wouldn't you say? And
0: Fields, yeah, I think we yeah. Sam Darnold one for a second. He's, I think he's second, a second plus, yeah. Yep. Uh, okay, we got an email here. You know, we're going to interweave the weird emails in with the, the the regular football. And if this is your first it's episode the way to do of the it. show, Godspeed. Uh, this <laughs> one's from Robbie.
4: <laughs> Robbie. Robbie, Robert, Bobby, Bob. It's Robbie with an IE, and
0: I'm curious how the people with the R O B B I E. That's normal. The, I, I, that's true.
5: Robbie IE is
0: standard. I know, what? but since that's not your actual name, right? It's Robert. I wonder where the nickname IE versus the. You know what? No one cares. Whatever. Here's the email. Uh, I don't even understand what he was trying to ask. I don't know. <laughs> Would you trade the ability to go on the internet for the power of magic? talking like average Harry Potter wizardry. Like would oh, you rather be a 100%, wizard? hundred percent. hundred percent. It's not even remotely close. <laughs> no, but well, like you can't use food? your phone. I are hate you not, going on the internet. What are, are, you, are we you talking nuts? about here?
5: I this, this is, would you like to have a good thing happen to you and then also <laughs> another good thing happen to you? That's the question we were just asked. Would you like to have two separate, excellent things occur to you? To which the answer is yes, I, unquestionably. I will text you guys once a month. How are you doing? How's the kids? How's Calvin? Craig happy for the Steelers, and then I'm gone. And I'm uh, looking forward to seeing your tweets if they ever get copy pasted into this group chat. Absolutely. Would, uh, no, okay. no, Accio, no. Group peace chats. of
4: mind, baby. I am so in. Ben, ben, <laughs> ben framed it so perfectly. Would you rather have a good thing happen to you or a really good thing happen to you? you know? It's uh, I would steal so much money if I had Harry Potter level wizardry. I would never have to go on the internet again. I could just live in the woods and. Yeah, you know, but dude,
3: there's so many good things out there you'd miss. <laughs>
4: Craigio memes. Craig, this is, how is
5: not a it, problem, dude. I have magic.
4: <laughs> how would it affect your life, Craig, if I was never on the internet? You'd never get those memes I send you, and then and then I what? wouldn't get those those late night IG <laughs> reel DMs. <laughs> You'd you be so been, depressed.
0: Yeah. Every every group text of friends that was just like a bunch of memes that people catch, and then everyone has the person in the chat who. Is three days late and sends the meme that's already been sent. No, but I mean, look, I agree with both of you. I, most, the happiest people in the world are the people who don't use the internet. So
5: are the wizards. <laughs> I agree.
0: <laughs> All right, wizards. Yeah, there we go. All right, next one here. We have a a, a
4: Barbarino. <laughs> okay, Barbarino. Which, is, this Barbarino? Like, is this Barbara? That's just going by Barbarino. I I I didn't. I don't know. If I'm Barberino trying to like what what Barbara. is this like a
3: Barbenheimer thing? Like what is this what what's the other movie here with Barbie for Barberino? Encino Man uh, and Barbie? Oh, there, there we, we go. go. I don't know.
0: Anyway, Barbarino. Barberino. 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 Is Brandon Ayuk worth the money for the 49ers? Do you see the possibility of a trade? I feel like I mean Brandon Ayuk seems to see the possibility of a trade. That's I me. Mean, his <laughs> right. brother seems mm-hmm. to be very trade talky. Uh Brandon Ayuk's brother was literally like complaining that Brandon you getting three catches in the Super Bowls why Brandon Ayuk's going to be on the Raiders I don't really know how being with Aiden O'Connell will fix that but this it's got crazy that a
3: wide receiver's camp is like being pretty outspoken about a wide receiver's <laughs> role on their team That's do new. you remember
5: do you guys remember that one time that star receiver was like I think I got too many targets in this game we lost and we should distribute the ball I'm more Sorry, the ball more yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah you guys remember
4: that I feel like a glutton out here yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> sharing giving away here's my <laughs> thinking do you guys want to rank, rank all like let's just say Ayuk went for a first rounder I'm curious, who are like the receivers you would take in a deal over Brandon Ayuk, including age, or we could also just rank other annoying like diva receiver rankings. But Hmm, annoying, I
4: don't find them annoying at all.
0: Um, Because I was wondering where does Brandon Ayuk rank? Because I think we all agree that he's better than where he actually is. But I feel like my initial list was Tyree Kill. I would take over Ayuk, Justin Jefferson, Ceedee Lamb, AJ Brown, Jamar Chase, Garrett Wilson. That's six, and then it's like. Amon-Ra? Maybe. Yes. Jalen Waddle? No.
5: Waddle, no. Amon-Ra, yes. Did, so that's you say seven. C-
0: did you say CD? I'm taking CD. I
5: did CD. say CD. Because then okay. we have the old guys that are like, going to
4: play out to pass for each. Chris Olave. Would you rather have no. him or Ayuk? I think I'd Ayuk. rather have Brandon Ayuk. I'd have. I'd rather have Ayuk. Yeah.
5: Which, like, you can argue, like, oh, get Olave, and he's younger and cheaper, and then in a year, he's Ayuk. But, like, you're still there's still risk there, right? There's still like uncertainty there. Ayuk is definitely a top 15 receiver and you have him and he's cost controlled. You don't move off of that for... Anything less than a first plus, unless you're the Tennessee Titans moving on from AJ Brown for whatever godforsaken reason, like, like, because that's the trade we'd be talking about. We'd be talking about the AJ. They do the AJ Brown trade if they traded him for a first. And you remember that AJ Brown trade? What's the the defining characteristic of it? We've made fun of the Titans for it for two years, right? Like, I don't like. I don't see how the Niners are doing this. Uh, Mike Vrabel, wrong kid, dad.
0: <laughs> we get a bunch of fantasy people being like, "Hey, like, there was this trade made in our league, and we don't know if it's fair. Should we veto it?" And my answer has actually just become the same thing over and over, which is, you know, when the tr- the Titans traded AJ Brown to the Eagles, no one asked the Giants, like, "Hey, do you think this was fair trade compensation? Do you think AJ nope. Brown should go to the Eagles?" The Giants were not consulted on the deal. I don't know why anyone yeah. thinks these are right. Stupid is a <laughs> stupid does, sir. Well, I was going to mm-hmm. Cooper, cut Devante, Mike Evans, Stephon Keenan Allen. Whether or not you think they're better than Ayuk, they're too old. Mm, yeah, so they're I old. Put them out too to old.
4: Uh, so the reason this is a. a- Thing is multifaceted, right? So, like, first of all, Ayuk wants more targets, wants more volume. He's not going to get it in. Oh, I it's just
3: bringing the massive Stanley Cup filled with ice <laughs> oh.
0: onto the screen. do the there. ice, I know. It's like I know. The, ice the, ice the ice is rattling the around. The biggest Stanley I, Cup you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> well, noti- notice if I've never had ice on the show in, like, six years to do the show. And today I stole <laughs> my, my girlfriend's ice. I know, I stole hers and there's ice. Sick in girlfriend
4: brag. Um, but I was looking at Debo Samuel. Sorry, to get back on subject here. I was looking at Debo Samuel's. I can't even talk. I <laughs> <laughs> gotta hydrate. Okay, I left so my water in the other rooms. This is taunting me. Debo Samuel's cap number, of course he could be, you know, they could renegotiate his contract or whatever, but his cap number in 2024 is 28.6 million. It's 24 million in 2025. And I think so part mm-hmm. of the thought here is they're not gonna be able to win it with that much money dedicated to the receiver position, I guess. What do you think?
0: I mean, they're, I mean the problem is Brock Purdy gets paid like the sixty sixth highest paid quarterback in the end. Brock Purdy gets yeah. paid. yeah. They're just
4: like eff it. We, we can do whatever we want now.
0: Dak yeah. Prescott makes more per game that Brock Purdy's made his entire career, and then when that like, so they can only pay so many people. But I think I, yeah. I, I, where do you, do you guys? I'm wondering where Ayuk. Mike. I think the Raiders is actually an insane destination for Ayuk, but.
5: I want them oh, to I go mean, somewhere like,
4: with a quarterback.
5: Yeah, I, I, I don't like Ayuk. It's not solving the Raiders problem. Like if the Raiders have Jacoby Myers as wide receiver three with Ayuk and Devonte Adams, they have like the best wide receiver core in the league. And also they're going to win five games. Like if they don't figure out quarterback, right? The only like teams that I think it's a justifiable buy because you're expecting to give him a huge contract after you trade for him is those teams that are like, hey, we're competing right now. It'd be great if we had a second great receiver. Let's go get that guy, right? It's like, you know, the Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs the Detroit Lions Buffalo. do it to pair him with Amon Ra, right? Buffalo Ooh. does it to pair him slash replace Diggs. Like that, you know, all those make sense. But again, if you're San Francisco, are you making that move? I don't think so. And like, there's two logics here that I think are bad, which is the first is like, oh, the Niners lost, so somebody must be at fault. Like, people watched the Niners film, and they were like, wow, Debo was bad in this game. Debo's not that good. Firstly, you guys have clearly never watched Debo. He takes 15 reps off every single game cuz he doesn't give a <laughs> hoot. Like this is he's been doing this for 2 years. He's, he's getting, getting hit like, hard. Yeah, it's like, also
0: insanely <laughs> injured.
5: <laughs> right and oh, secondly, Debo's still extremely good at f- fumble. They all, if not for three separate fumbles, that if, if any one of them went a they would have won. We wouldn't be having this conversation. So one, like people want there to be a reason why the the Niners lost. Like, oh, Brandon Ayuk didn't get enough targets. That's probably like I may like sure, like more Brandon Ayuk targets would be good, but I don't think it's why they lost. That's number one.
0: Well, no, Brandon but- Ayuk and, and his family do, but yeah. yes.
5: Number two is the idea that, like, oh well, the Niners, you know, George Kittle in the fifth round, Debo Samuel in the second round, Brandon Auk at the end of the first round. They can just find these guys and go. That might be true, but that's not a reason to move on from the dude. You you put a, you spent a first round pick on him. You spent a ton of time developing him, right? He was like in the doghouse, Kyle Shanahan like quotes, and like you like you got him around the corner. He's an unbelievable receiver. Yeah. You don't just say, oh well, you know, we might be able to make Malachi Corley into something good out of pick <laughs> seventy eight. So let's just move on to Brandon Ayuk. Like. It's not a reason to do this. They're they're going to walk in the next season with Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayoub because they receivers. I believe that very strongly.
4: Remember when the 49ers traded uh, DeForest Buckner for a first-round pick and they took Javon Kinlaw? How many times did you hear Javon Kinlaw's name this year, Craig? Right. You Any? asking me? Yeah, did you hear his name ever? <laughs> that, there's
0: your answer. <laughs> I can't remember. You, you hear it as much as the ice. <laughs> right. yeah. the, it just I'm doesn't, that doesn't work Super, that way. Yeah. On that note, Super Bowl wide receivers, Matt, Matt, Matt. Matthew, Matthew, should the Chiefs actually draft a wide receiver in the first round? Their offensive tackles are pretty bad. And the Chiefs could probably budget shop at receiver this offseason and just sign like Kendrick Bourne or Darnell Moody. And well, so like, I, I, I kind of do like the idea of Darnell Moody and just continuing the performance yeah. art of how bad the receivers can be and still yeah. win the
4: Super Bowl. He's Matt. nowhere near that bad. Come on. Yeah.
5: Matt, honestly, <laughs> saying what I've never I haven't been brave enough to say, but I have been thinking, which is like the Chiefs would probably go offensive tackle at 32. And then like in the event that the receiver room isn't great next year, be crucified for it constantly. But <laughs> firstly, they were in the bed for the doubt. Brett Beach built a very good team. Secondly, they had, they, their tackle problem is as serious as the wide receiver problem, in my opinion, right? Like I'm not sure they have one good starter at tackle right now uh, with Juwan Taylor and Donovan Smith. Smith's obviously kind of a, a veteran stopgap. They need a left tackle option. They gave Taylor that big deal. In year one, I don't think it was a good return on investment. I think they'll leave him there year two. They have Wanya Morris behind who they drafted Wanya, I want to say, in the third round out of Oklahoma last season. Please don't quote me on that. And yeah, I think he had some flashy moments at left tackle, but it's not enough to hang your hat on and say, like, hey, this could be our starter guy. So they have a starting need at left tackle just so they starting to need a wide receiver. And so it's a really strong offensive tackle class, a really strong receiver class. We're all going to keep plugging and chugging wide receivers in at 32, <laughs> I, no th- matter what, in my drafts, plugging and
0: chugging. One. It's an yeah, unironic got, plug, and plug and chug. You got to plug
5: and chug. I don't know. Yeah. If, if folks aren't plugging and chugging enough these days. I've been saying you that. Can't this play, wrong with this you can't
0: play plug and play. You plug and chug. You plug and chug. <laughs> so we're going
5: to keep plugging and chugging wide receivers at 32 to the chiefs, like at all, in all mock drafts. But I think like Kings, <laughs> Kingsley, Sumatia at a, at a, at a BYU, I, uh, I, uh, um, Oklahoma, Tyler Guyton. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh Paul, the 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 Houston K. Like there's options for them there at tackle if they want them. There's so many good yeah, there's so many good tackles in this class. I
4: also think you could just get a receiver in the second round and be fine. This is like you no still brainer. get a good player. Yeah. They
3: just won two Super Bowls with a terrible receiving court. Their last Super Bowl with Tyree Kill, they lost. Their two after
5: he left, they won.
6: <laughs> it's
5: uh, it's Craig, math. Craig, <laughs> yeah, Craig, Craig, Craig's on the TikTok logic immediately.
4: I'm just it. like, Everybody come on, this, this is team. crazy. Like, keep
3: yeah. Patrick Mahomes upright. They're fine at wide receiver. Am I the no, only one? No, that's, they're absolutely
4: not. But they don't need to spend yeah. a first-round pick.
3: It, on one. Sorry, they're not fine, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> they're, at, they're anything
4: but fine at wide receiver, Craig.
0: Plug, and but it's chunk. working.
4: <laughs> no, I'm just saying you don't, you don't have to get a first rounder, but just please don't yeah, say it's fine. Yeah, a receiver. second and a third, yeah. it'll be fine.
0: There we go. All right, next up, going back to the weird emails, the actually insane ones. So we got an email from David. David Hi, uh-huh, Dave. David. Dave. All right, this one's about um, peeing. Um, Of course, for those who have not been paying attention, we've done a lot of, uh, we've got a lot of response around, you know, adults, sober adults, you know, peeing or, you know, in your pants. Anyway, (laughs) or you know, in your pants. David writes, almost peeing is a young man's game. (laughs) That's so true. David writes, I'm 59. I have BPH, which is an enlarged prostate. As do lots of men my age. I cannot tell you how many times I've had a pee so bad my eyes almost popped out of my head. How many close calls I've had. How many times I've had a pullover for an emergency roadside pee. You'll see. You'll <laughs> all Heifetz, see.
5: Heifetz, you gave that a very good reading. I felt the rawness of it. I felt the emotion. It <laughs> like, resonated with His anger is just seeking yeah, 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 you yeah. got that across. That was well done. You'll
6: see.
0: He he literally continues. It says, "Ask a group of guys; three quarters of them have had roughly the same experience. It's all downhill from where the three of you guys are. Enjoy it while you can. I hope this doesn't bum you out."
3: David, what is your question? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, what should the Bengals do at
0: sixteen? <laughs> <laughs>
4: There's literally no question mark in this. In this <laughs> no,
0: just, I just liked uh, the diversity of someone older. Being like, <laughs>
4: so. we don't, now we have to feel bad about being able to pee normally. Yeah, that was so, basically his point.
5: Every time I pee from here on out, I'm going to say a little, little thank you. Now to the heavens above. I appreciate how yeah. easy this was for me. I want to express my gratitude for this.
3: I'm a member of the small bladder gang. Uh, I have to pee all the time. Don't know why. Mm-hmm. But do, have you guys noticed other members out there listening, Ben, of the small bladder gang? If I yeah. have a glass of tea, a cup of tea, I have oh, yeah. to pee way more often than if I had a glass of water. Yeah. Is there a no, reason w- I, so, why that is?
0: I think so. It's I think a it's because, oh, is that maybe that, that makes sense too, the caffeine? I thought the answer was going to be cold water. I think your body has to warm it up to like it has to warm up to digest. Is that not true? Doesn't it uh, like room temp water? Aren't you going to like absorb the water quicker than if it's actually cold? It's I don't so know, know if that's maybe. True. maybe, but that sounds dumbest.
4: insane to me. <laughs> I don't know if that's true for why you would pee more. I feel like they say not to drink, don't drink ice cold water if you want, it, because you actually burn calories drinking ice cold water because you have to warm it up. So, like, know. if you're on, if you're like starving, <laughs> it's mm. actually not great to just put snow in your mouth or whatever.
5: Yeah, Craig, I don't know the science behind it, but like. I grew up, like, my family is Russian. We are like, mostly tea drinkers over coffee drinkers. Like, yeah. no, all the time it was like, hey, like, we're going on a road trip. No one's allowed to have tea. <laughs> One like, cup of tea. Been, I'm I'm yeah. peeing,
3: like, three times in the next hour. Yeah, it's yeah, unbelievable.
4: It's Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's a real thing. It has something to do with the caffeine, I'm pretty sure.
3: But it's such a small amount of caffeine. Like, I, I'm having, like, green tea. It's not like I'm drinking a,
4: a black tea. Diure- diuretic <laughs> is a medicine that helps reduce fluid buildup in the body. Maybe Ooh, I spelled, did did that, I spell that wrong? <laughs> <laughs> i mean it would make sense it, may, it would make sense why you would pee more often then. it was it's getting rid of your fluid uh, we, uh, we it has so a bunch ma- caffeine was... has a mild diuretic effect so yes that's right
0: Email to ring your football at gmail.com if you're a doctor wants to make fun of this conversation or you know we're such we're, medical we're, I,
4: we google things live when we're trying to figure stuff out all right just lay off
0: i we're, we're I, yeah anyway next email from antonio Antonio. Ah, Antonio. Tony. This this one's about like football or whatever. Um, who
6: are Hello. your
0: favorite pass rushers in this class?
4: Indeed. Mm.
0: So, well, I want to go through the guys that you have in the draft guide. Again, NFLDraft.300.com. We've got layout. Oh, sorry. I, if I get this wrong, please. Fla- flagellate. How do you hit me? I don't know. Fla- flagellate. Latu, the UCLA <laughs> edge rusher.
5: Latu,
0: Latu, Latu, you compared him to Jean-Claude Van Damme. Chop Robinson pass rusher Penn State. You have Dallas Turner, pass rusher from Bama. Jared Verse, pass rusher at a Florida State. And you have Darius Robinson, uh, who's kind of like a defensive tackle, pass rush combo from Missouri. Of those guys, which mm. is your favorite dude, DK? Uh,
4: Laatu Latu, for sure. Um, he has a big question mark in terms of his health because he at one point retired medically from football because of a neck injury, which is, of course, a huge concern. But I love watching this guy play football. He's just so tenacious is like the word he's incredibly tenacious he is really good hand usage he I just feel like I've almost never seen him get stymied you know what I mean like some like when you're watching pass rushers if they get one sack a game they're like a hall of famer you know so like a lot of times <laughs> a lot of times they are getting stymied they're getting held up they're getting stuck in the muck there's st- whatever Le- Leatu Latu, he like never stops moving. If he gets if a if a offensive tackle gets like the edge on him right away, he chops, he spins, he keeps going. He he ha- plays with incredible motor and incredible hand usage to keep guys keep opposing tackles from like getting a hold of him, getting and and basically clamping down on him and holding him in place. Like it's very hard for for opposing tackles mm-hmm. to do that. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, he's not like maybe not the best athlete, and I think there's some question marks about his length, but he's so good with his hands that I think he's going to be able to overcome that um, in the pros. So, cause your
0: favorite edge, or uh, yeah. uh, two or three of your favorite pass rushers. Yeah. I've class.
4: watched uh, most, much of the, the
5: first couple of tiers of the edge rushers. And I'm really, this is not the class for me. Uh, I, I, I know, there's, I know there's some people who like a couple of the guys as top guys. Dallas Turner out of Alabama, I think, is the consensus top guy. I'm not a huge fan of Turner's film. Latu is definitely my favorite uh, of the group. I think he's the one guy who I watched who has like some round one buzz, round one pedigree, and I was like, oh, yeah, like I get this. This is a round one player. I think there's a lot of fine players in this year's class, but if you're looking for like, a double-digit sack guy in this year's class, I think Latu is your best shot of finding one. I'm not a big Chop Robinson guy out of Penn State. I think Jared Versa at Florida State is – Solid. I think he's steady. I do not think he's like a 10, a 10 sack guy. Braylon tries out of Washington, same thing. I think he's like a, a a good high motor player, good against the run, has utility, can drop. But like mm-hmm. like they there's been there's been Chris Braswell out of Alabama hype. I, I've watched like six, seven Alabama games on defense this year. I have not once been like, oh, who's this guy? And like we <laughs> like Braswell's just simply not popped for me. Uh Adisa Isaac out of Penn State, mm-hmm. I thought had a good senior bowl. Uh on film, I think he runs very hot and cold. Marshawn Nealand out of Western Michigan is the guy who I need to find film on. There's like no all twenty-two of Western Michigan's defense out in the world right now um, because he had a really good Senior Bowl, and I kind of want to see him play. So I, there's there's some outstanding dudes. Brandon Dorlus out of Oregon, people have people are fans of him, who I haven't seen, but I've seen much of the, the first couple tiers. And to me, like this is a great class for like your edge three. Uh, but if you're trying to find like a a, a, a top tier sack getter, that's uh, I like lots who I don't really like
4: anybody in this group. I think. Chop Robinson is the classic pass rusher with incredible traits who didn't really have much production in college that could be something bigger in the pros. I to me when I watched him I was like this guy has one of the most insanely explosive first steps I've ever he seen. He flies off the ball. Like yeah, I I've, I've maybe like literally almost never seen anyone as explosive in his first couple steps as Chop Robinson. It, the the production just never really came. Um of course, sometimes that's like a really terrible sign and sometimes these guys never turn into anything in the pros. And sometimes it's a matter of development, moves like a pass rush plan, sometimes it's like a scheme related thing. You know, there's there's always different variables and we've seen guys who have really cool traits coming out of college and then all of a sudden they turn into like really good pass rushers in the NFL after not really doing that in the in the college game. So Chopper, Robinson would say would be the guy that I would be more than willing to take a chance on just because his he has incredible, incredible athleticism, incredible, incredible just explosiveness.
1: Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when your fantasy league meets up at your house, everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this is anything but a fantasy. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state. Based on coverage selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary.
2: This episode is brought to you by Hyundai. Think about all the stuff you can do now on Sundays after the Super Bowl's over. Adventurous activities. You need a Hyundai to get you there. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped. For any adventure with features like available H-track, all-wheel drive, you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Or available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with $25,000
0: Tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. Next up here, a question from what I can only assume is Solax Burner because it just go birds. <laughs> go birds? <laughs> uh who is a player that could shoot into the top 10 picks in this year's draft that no one is thinking or talking about right now? So Trayvon Walker went first.
4: Oh, I man, like yeah, the Trayvon question. Walker thing, that was a, a wild turn of events. Um,
5: I, there was nothing wrong with the Trayvon Walker first overall selection. Let me make that very clear. Great pick.
0: <laughs> Solak made a lot of money.
4: <laughs> a lot of money that day. <laughs> um, Solak, who do you think? A couple guys came to mind for me. I think Quinone and Mitchell the corner out of Toledo. I don't know if he's already maybe getting top 10 buzz, but I think he could by the time... As we get out of the Combine, mm-hmm. he's probably going to run really fast and jump really high. People are going to get super yeah. psyched about him. Quinn Young's the first name that came to my mind. Yeah.
5: I, I I love this film so freaking much, He's really much, dude. good. He's yeah, so yeah. good. And if he tests the way he is reported to test, we're, we're, we, do, we have a Combine preview episode came out uh, talking about uh, uh, some some of the, the guys we're excited to watch. He was on Feldman's free Like, Mitchell... If Mitchell tests the way he reported the test, this feels like a top 10 pick. Uh, corner wise, I think there's a couple guys who can be that. Like, I just yeah. finished Terry on Arnold last night. Man. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. I, I thought he was good. <laughs> I want, man, that freaking old miss film. Goodness gracious. Um, Yeah. So, I think mean, Terry and Arnold is up there. Um, So, those are the first ones that came to my mind. Um, I would also say Cooper Dejean at, a, at a, uh, Iowa, yes. at the corner. I wouldn't be yes. surprised if he moves up in a big way as well. I do think that we have a shot of getting a defensive tackle top 10. Um mm. we had to see. So there's Jerzon Newton out of uh, Illinois, uh, who I think came in as kind of the big name, the disruptive name. Like, you know, okay, squatty, three technique, high explosiveness, high motor, good hands, whatever. <laughs> Byron Murphy, man. This this Texas kid. Yeah, yeah. I I was really, really, really impressed when I sat down to watch him. I watched for Tavondre Sweat, their other defensive tackle. He's like their space gobbler, 350 pound nose tackle fella. Byron Murphy is more the interior player. Goodness, gracious. Young I man I can get off the ball, cause a little <laughs> disruption. All right. Yeah. Byron Murphy's uh, was one of my one of my pet cats for this year. Uh, so I, I would say he's a potential top 10 pick. And then I think the top of the tackle class is still unsettled. I think we all want to like offensive of tackle, excuse me. Thank you. Uh, Joe Alt out of Notre Dame is kind of walking in as clear tackle one. Olu Fashanu. Uh, yeah. Uh, Olu fashanu uh, coming in as kind of a, 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 a tackle like OT2, like they're the other clear top guys. But the league seems to be out on Fashanu a little bit. And honestly, Alt to me feels a little bit like yeah, he's the top 10 guy because he is the top 10 guy. He's great. Like, don't get me wrong. He's a good film. But there's not like an, an obsession with him. It's like, oh, Tristan Wirfs, So like, you know, like inc- incredible. I think there's room for guys to rise. The, the guy for me is a Marius Mims, the tackle out of Georgia. Mm-hmm. I, I I am perplexed that a Marius Mims exists on this earth. I, I, <laughs> I, 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 when I watch him, I think I'm watching some like, you know, Flash DC universe, uh, Earth 575, years 2140. Humans can jump over mountains in a leap and bounds. Like it is shocking that this man is 6'6", is, 3'30", is six, six, moving the way he is. It is yeah. unbelievable that he is physically capable of existing and being the way he is. He is rather than sushi, but holy smokes, he's good. Yeah. Uh, Mims is the guy to me who, like, I would not be surprised if he gets a draft day and Fashanu has fallen out of the top 10 and uh, Talisi Fuaga, the Oregon State guy, like, they, those guys have all been passed up by Mims.
4: I, I totally agree. I put him down to, um, yeah, he essentially is a one-year starter with only a couple of, star- like, I think it's, Less than ten starts on his resume, so it's it's you know he is not experienced, but the traits are absolutely just ridiculous. He's really tall, big, powerful, strong, long. Like he has really light feet, really uh really strong hands. Like everything you want, basically they just haven't we haven't seen it like a ton, um. And so you know it's going to be one of those things where our team is willing to take a risk on him that high. I don't know, but I bet you. Like he has all the traits that some somebody's gonna like fall in love with him.
0: All right. We have an email here from Will. Will, Will. Uh, William Willie Email says, Can you guys please explain or try to explain the plot of Dune in less than 60 seconds? <laughs> and they say Solak is not allowed to comment. Is that Solak? Have you like been talking publicly about Dune? You read have book? you read the book? No.
4: No, they I just, just assumed the they just assumed he knows, Dune. I would, I would like watch? to read the book. <laughs> <I don't laughs> right. You ben can talk. I don't ben. know. Wow. You shout look like
5: shadow out, out will be like, and freaking Ben can't nerd. All right. Can't talk. Now, I, I really want to read Dune, but I haven't.
4: This guy looks like somebody who's read Dune. The
3: foremost expert <laughs> fair, on Dune. Fair. <laughs> Not wrong. <laughs> uh,
4: so,
0: yeah. Who do you so want like, to go? Yeah, you could join in. I So there's. There's oh, this is going
4: to go well.
3: Kind of a desert planet, and spice is very important. And
0: they're all fighting okay, over it.
4: There's a galactic empire. There's an emperor who, and Whose he's tr- son he's is tried-
0: Kendall Jenner's boyfriend.
4: What? That,
3: Kylie? Timothy Jenner's Chalamet boyfriend. is dating Kylie Jenner.
4: No, that's not the Kylie. Emperor's, Jenner. That's not the emperor's son. That's <laughs> I'm very upset already. <laughs> emperor's son? Box. He's not the emperor's son. He's he's one of the royal I families. Feel like
3: I've nailed it in ten seconds. Desert planet, <laughs> everyone's fighting over spice.
4: Yeah.
0: Yeah, sure. Yeah. That's okay. good. That's, that's <laughs> And it's also like, it. would you date me if I were a worm? That's yeah. also like a huge part. And
3: there of are underground, giant,
4: violent worms that attack On people. that desert planet, yes. What's yeah. up with that?
3: Every- Spongebob kind of did it first. Alaskan bullworm. Yeah, yeah.
4: true. Every so often. kind of feel like, like Dune was written before yeah. Spongebob, but.
5: No. <laughs> well, for the screen. But for the know. silver screen. Every so often There's on Ringerverse. A dude,
4: Craig, this is the second dude movie, actually. Every
5: so often on Ringerverse, they should brand an episode like it's, it's, it's Mal and Joanna, but then it, it comes in and it's just us trying to summarize a major nerd culture movie and just infuriating that entire listener base with the accuracy. I was going to try for summary. real,
4: but you guys were just doing so well that I decided not to. We'll do it. Okay, so I haven't read the book to be clear, but based on the movies, there's a came out in the
3: the '60s, by the way. So you are correct. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Just made
4: it, just barely. There's a Galactic Emperor, and he's playing the two. He's playing multiple powerful houses against each other by sending one house that's getting too strong. That's the Atreyu or whatever they are. Not Atreides. 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 From a different movie. Um, he sends House Atreides to Dune to take over for House Harkonnen because. He wants Atreides to go down, essentially, and then he like helps the Harkonnens go take the Atreides out. Um, spice is this substance that helps them travel through space very fast, like super space. I don't know, whatever it's called. Um, it's like basically a hallucinogen of some sort. They should sort call that, it
3: spice travel. That'd be funny.
4: Yeah, There you go. Uh, it's essentially <laughs> what it is. Is that in is. the book? You're just super fucking high. <laughs> Are they making around? those
3: puns back in the 60s? Do they have wordplay like this? I don't know if they do. What is the name of the planet? Anyway, planets? so that
4: makes that makes spice the most uh valuable substance in the galaxy because without it they they'd just be stuck on their planets. Uh, it's called right. Arrakis. Arrakis. Planet.
3: I have Did seen you read the book movie movie, for what that's worth.
4: No, I have not read the book. I love the movie though, and I've watched it a couple times. So the second if I'm one is off, apparently very good. Getting great reviews. Oh, uh, I can I cannot wait. Uh, I do talking. want to read the books. Yeah. Apparently, Me they're too. good. Also. It's
5: really a little bit worrisome that nobody at any point has said like Paul Atreides, who's Paul the main Atreides character. Is I said like that the, he's like the oh, chosen
4: okay. one. He's like a mythical, maybe the Who is mythical that Tudorak, baby. Yeah, he's like a mythical person to come save Kylie uh, the, the local people in Arrakis yes. called the Fremen. Um, I, I don't there's know. There's a we... lot of there's a lot of cool other shit like uh, his like Paul Atreides' mom is part of the Bene Gesserit, which is. Like this ancient order. We blew right back.
0: Have you read the Wikipedias? Yeah.
4: The
5: problem is like Dune is unsummarizable in 60 seconds (laughs) because there are so many terms and there are so many uh, uh, cultures and groups and peoples that like you just have to define terms for 60 seconds before you can even like begin with the summary.
4: Lest we forget, one of the greatest warriors in the galaxy is named Duncan Idaho. Duncan Idaho. (laughs) Aquaman. (laughs) Duncan Idaho. Can you imagine writing like a world famous, like beloved book for that's like read generation upon generation, and your are one of your main characters is Duncan Idaho. That's a banger of a name. <laughs> okay, DK, right now,
5: if, 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 Idaho. if an offensive tackle came out and was named Duncan Idaho, <laughs> you and I would be talking about like a top 20 pick,
4: play on scene. <laughs> no. That's the worst. It's the worst We name should imaginable. do.
5: We should do a,
3: like a watch along with a movie where we could like scout all the characters in the movie as if they were <laughs> yeah. NFL players. That's,
4: that's good. I like that. Yeah.
5: Main character makes a bad decision. Oh, stock down. Now nice. I see. That's that. That's that's poor on field. He's got. Uh. uh he's not a. Uh, uh. You know. What's the word? He's, uh. He makes bad decisions. <laughs> <laughs> poise, poise,
4: bad poise, poise. Yes. I'm taking Paul. He, Almost Heifetz. I want to do. It I'm taking Paul like, he, he can use the voice. To like I, want, manipulate I want draft jargon
3: for Dune Two, brought to you by the Ringer NFL Draft Show. That'd be good. Yeah. There's <laughs>
4: Dude,
3: something there. The worm, there's something there. Tight skin on
0: that worm. <laughs> Emails your a lot of bend on, on the if you have a movie we should scout.
4: Yeah, a lot of ooh, the bend of the worm. A lot of bend. All right, I'd like to know how many like real Dune fans we've just absolutely triggered by talking yeah. about this. I think so, I triggered them. And I'm sorry. The by the question. way. I, I to be clear, I have not read the book. I've only seen the movie.
0: You know the names of all the people and you're out here like apologizing. (laughs) Yeah,
6: yeah.
3: The real question is like, how would you describe it to like your partner if they didn't want to see the movie, if you were to like try to entice them to see it and you had 20 seconds?
4: Desert power and a hallucinogenic substance. Mm. It's badass. Yeah. R- writing, there's a writing. There's writing a substantial sandworm.
5: geopolitical interplay. There's really cool scenery. <laughs>
4: Babe, there's Good substantial writing. geopolitical Oscar, interplay. Two words
3: for you. We got Oscar go. Isaac. Yeah. <laughs> I feel Is like it? you go Zendaya, Timothy Chalamet, <laughs> Austin Butler.
4: Depends, Depends who way. you're talking to. Yeah, the
0: yeah. meme of like the the two, the couple in bed and the woman's thinking like, "What's he thinking about?" He's probably <laughs> thinking about cheating, and the guy's just like substantial <laughs> geopolitical. <laughs> interplay. What, would,
4: what would I do if I was House Atreides here? Oh shit! Yeah. Like this is such a problem. It's like a catch-22. Such a like you say
5: Zendaya and Timothy Chalamet, and like I, that means nothing to me. But sub- substantial geopolitical interplay sounds
0: interesting. <laughs> couple things here, just to get out before we get out of here, we got a lot of emails about how. Um, <laughs> The GOAT, Mike Davis, a.k.a. Funk Davis, has retired officially. Um, <laughs> damn, so, like you don't know damn. this, but he's very dear to us, near and dear to our oh. heart, Meister Mike Davis. So, uh, My thoughts Funk. and prayers are with you guys. <laughs> Funk Davis, legend, your real one.
3: Yeah, kind of defined this show, really. Like, he really, it, it, it was kind of before the Mike Davis thing and after the Mike Davis thing is how the show is defined. Yeah. Well, um, after
4: the Mike Davis thing, <laughs> then there was the Josh Jacobs thing, and then there was the Tony Pollard thing, so.
3: But Mike Davis kind of kicked <laughs> off like the, the crazy Heifetz take trend.
5: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I know what the take was?
0: It just was like, kind like, well, of oh, like, you many, know, everyone many, hates this Mike Davis guy. Like, many takes is he's good?
4: put together. Yeah. Heifetz got a little bit fixated on Mike Davis.
0: I just kind of. Yeah, Didn't work out. Like, all, know,
4: man. Yeah. Those, those quads. <laughs> the quads are. And,
0: and then, we and we the determined
3: that if he had a cooler name, he would be much more popular. So we we gave him the name Funk Davis. Yeah, and it worked.
0: <laughs> the yeah, and like it, it, and, it and then he worked, had 1600 no. yards, <laughs> and led the league. Everyone drafted him, won. So it was a really great story. The end. Um, I do think, ironically, half the people had him cut him for Patterson, and then ended up like winning by accident. So I kind of you know. So
4: you're welcome. Ho- you kind of called called failed upwards. System. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right. We got an email from um, Yorgo. Your gonna Director of poor things. Would you, rather, would you rather own a ferret for the rest of your life or eat a ferret? I actually think we should tweak this to eat a ferret wow. every year. I think can you have to I eat cook? a ferret every year. That you- I can
3: cook it, right? And prepare it any way I want? I, I think so. I'm eating the ferret. <laughs> I think you should have to eat the ferret every year. Yes, 100%. They're not that Are ferrets
5: big? good pets? They I can think- make... They can make great pets, but they're not the easiest to handle and can bite hard if startled, according to the internet. Look, if I an animal isn't already stink. a popular
3: pet, it's because it's not a good pet. Like, we, we've, you know, like if a ferret was a good we, pet, we've we figured be a lot out of all the good pets. There. Yes, yeah. I think we yeah, have. Yeah, we've figured out
4: unknown good pets. <laughs> we have figured out pets. We solved that riddle. If you're trying <laughs> yes, something we, new, we know
3: what all the good pets are. Even half the pets like, that
4: we like aren't good pets. <laughs> <laughs> it's like trying to prove the world is flat. We, when I was in that.
3: college, I had a friend who went to University of Arizona, and he visited us, and he brought he had a pet ferret, and he brought it, and it ran around our apartment for like two days. (laughs) I heard they
4: stink. Do they stink?
3: Uh, I don't remember it smelling, uh, but it was just kind of I don't know. It was it was freaky. It just looked so unnatural to have like a (laughs) ferret like freaky. I mean, they're they're just so long on the ground, and they're so long, and they're just (laughs) like hiding in the corner under couches. It's very very weird. It's like it's like a snake with legs. (laughs)
0: <laughs> dude, you know what's crazy? Okay, I have waited for like two years for this moment to be able to talk about this. So, my friend, uh, my one of my friends, Ryan has a had a chinchilla growing up. Doesn't matter. Whole what's other a, story. What's the
4: chinchilla look like?
0: Oh, dude. Well, dude, chinchillas are wild. You don't know about They're chinchillas? Like, DK. Chinch- oh, dude, chinchillas are insane. Are they similar to ferrets?
5: No, take a ferret and like squish the head to butt, real compact, and yeah. you got a chinchilla. It's no, yeah, Google it's like it.
0: a. It's yeah. It's like if you squished a baby seal, and it was like kind of light brown. It's like it's like the finest fur oh in like the animal kingdom, and they literally live in dirt.
4: Yeah, that's not a that doesn't look like a ferret at all. But yeah. no,
0: they literally live in dirt. It's insane. <laughs> okay. Um. Well, now I'm a fork in the road. There's two different stories here. But anyway, the point is that's insane that he had a chinchilla, dogs and cats. That's well, it. <laughs> no other pets. He so then fish. They were, she's telling no. me that he had asthma. Bird? And I was no, let them live.
5: I just, want, I just want to see how many animals I can name while Heifetz was continuing with the story. What about
0: birds? <laughs> let
4: I the birds fly. Birds let pets. the fish swim. We should not be caging these animals. <laughs> let the birds fly. That's like a, that was a, beautiful, Craig. Brian Regan. Hey, thanks. I've been blessed with a gift of flight. <laughs> now you're putting me in this cage. Cool, you clip my wings and you keep <laughs> me in your living
3: room. Thanks.
0: So yeah, anyway. don't keep a bird.
3: Anyway, Heifetz, tell the what were you saying? The, the story doesn't even
0: really matter. The point is that PetSmart <laughs> has reviews. You can reviews. You can read reviews on PetSmart of like people leave the reviews for like goldfish, and you can just read them. And it's honestly, I think the last part of the internet that I think is pure and incredible is like you could go to like the goldfish on PetSmart and you just read people's reviews of the goldfish.
3: And it's just like and it's no personality. Just just floated there limp.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, just swims <laughs> around. Comic gold for great pond fish. Not for take first. I run a fish rescue and I shake my head every time someone brings me a fish that gets too big. They just... Great for indoor or outdoor goldfish. How did goldfish live for eight years? Great fish. What is the difference between an <laughs> indoor fish. and an outdoor fish? I don't understand. Well, I think goldfish, actually, if you let them out, they get really big, actually. Yeah. Temperature.
3: Ponds. Like, <clears throat> What do you mean, let them out? What does that mean? <laughs>
0: dude i don't know i'm just saying that the, <laughs> like the pet smart reviews are like incredible like i'm looking up ferrets
4: my, my parents don't had a know, goldfish what is an indoor lived... and
3: an outdoor fish i don't get that
4: the, the, the outdoor fish outdoor are pond. probably more able to handle temperature variations and water s- stuff
3: but, but how would you how do you own an outdoor fish is it in your
4: do you have like a
0: pond, pond. in your backyard. you have it trapped yeah.
4: in like yeah. a bucket or something people <laughs> like people like so, so on the I, East
0: Coast, I, we have water like ev- like a lot everywhere. So
5: everybody has ponds, fresh, fresh. Not water. everybody, but like some people. How There's common like is a private pond? You got people got koi ponds, dude. It's like How super common
3: ponds. Is a koi ponds? Pond.
5: ponds are a thing,
4: man. Ponds. Are I understand, a thing. So like, but I, know- I feel
3: like <laughs> one in five hundred people have a private koi pond. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Probably right, but like people, I know like
5: people. I know people okay. are like bass fishermen in the south will have like ponds on their farm property where they like stock and keep fish, right? Like it doesn't feel like enough
3: back. people have private ponds for there to be indoor and outdoor fish as like a colloquial term.
5: I agree. I think that was more like just like a bit that he was doing. Okay, it is right. a good bit though.
0: The yeah, dude, farts are wild. Or do they just uh, mean
3: outdoor I, fish, are just fish that are not owned by humans? Is that what he means?
4: No, no outdoor I, fish I, are fish that you fish in a pond, sh- trapped in a pond. Well,
3: because when you say an outdoor cat, like I guess that means a cat that like ha- that is yours but spends most of its time outside. Yeah, yeah. but a fish, it obviously doesn't work.
4: It spends <laughs> a fish spends most of its time outside. Yeah. What? Not if you own it. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. You're like taking crazy
3: pills here about the fish. The fish outdoor can't fish. come
4: in. The fish can't decide to come in like cats can.
3: No, unless you have a, <laughs> an indoor and outdoor pool or something. <laughs>
4: uh, I love that. You're like really hung up on the idea of having a fish outside.
3: <laughs> you guys are all like, yeah, an outdoor yeah. fish. I'm like, how what? would you do that? How is <laughs> impossible.
0: possible? So, like pretty common. F- yeah. It's like how fish live normally.
3: Right, but you can't own an outdoor fish. Because
4: <laughs> it's your land, man. You own the fish. Okay. <laughs> what's the next question? What, what's the original question? I
0: don't know, man. It's the ferrets. Oh, I ferret just way. went on
3: that oh yeah, would you eat a ferret or have a ferret? I think we'd all eat it, right?
5: Yeah. I think so. But I wouldn't feel good. Is about it, it an outdoor ferret?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: They're all
5: outdoor ferrets,
0: Daniel. <laughs> Last one here, we got an email from Angela. 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 Uh, It's about nervous shits. We're talking about whether nervous poops are a real thing or not. Mm. And, you know, we we resolve this, they're a thing. Anyway, Angela says, I'm in medical school and I just took one of our big board exams today. I'm going through the exam and it's not a complete disaster. So I'm feeling all right, but these tests are really hard. And I get a question about a girl who uh, has depression and she's on drug X. And she's been experiencing nausea and occasional vomiting since she started using this drug X. And the question then asks, what receptors does drug X bind to to cause these symptoms? (laughs) And then I have a That's So Raven flashback moment in the middle of my seven-hour exam. (laughs) And I remember flashback to your stupid podcast talking about nervous shits and the email you got. Good podcast, (laughs) good show. (laughs) And the email that explained how serotonin is a neurotransmitter involved in anxiety depression that is pretty active in the gut. And I get a big smile on my face and I tick off serotonin receptor among the multiple choice answers. Thank you. I know I didn't get a zero on this test. You guys are making doctors. You're welcome. You're a doctor now.
5: Yeah. I'm looking forward to the invite to the graduation. Okay. And we will all be wearing white coats as well. Thank you.
4: (laughs) Uh, That's amazing. It's incredible. Oh. Can't wait to find out who we helped pass the HVAC exam. For, <laughs> the freezer exam.
0: <laughs> Someone like went into HVAC. Who, there, the right future
4: uh, ice rink builder exam.
3: DK, that should that would be a funny um, uh, fantasy football last place punishment is you have to take the HVAC exam. <laughs> <laughs> you have to learn how your
6: HVAC
5: works.
0: <laughs> to build then you have to be on the show. HVAC we bring on the show at a later Installer. time to explain
5: it to us. Yeah.
0: All right, that's all we got. Thank you, DK. Thank you, Solek. Thank you, Craig. Thank you, everyone who emailed us at ringerfantasyfootball.gmail.com. Email us for, I don't know, weird pets you had or football questions or thoughts on being I don't know, whatever you want. Thank you to Jack for pinch hitting. Thank you to Dan Comer for research help. Thank you to Tucker. Thank you, everyone behind the scenes. And of course, thank you, Lorne.
4: Lorne. Lorne. Uh, thank you, Gold. What's that? I don't know who that is. Oh, I feel like I've heard it's a like, musical Santigold. artist.
0: Santa Gold Santa Gold what is Santa Gold
4: it's a musical act a Mus- musical person
0: oh yeah I think I, I know alternative indie I feel quite like good. I've, I've quite fine, good you
4: guys I mean, would for sure recognize oh,
0: Santa Gold I thought Santa it was like Gold? Santa like a play on Santa Claus
4: I don't know exactly how she pronounces it it might be Santi Gold her name Santa is White I I Santa recognize
3: Gold. is it a woman Her. I recognize her lead song Disparate Youth
4: yeah Disparate Youth yep She's, she's got some bangers. Check it out. Nice. Good rec, DK. Where'd that life. come from? I don't know. I was listening to her stuff the other day. Oh.
0: Shout out, to Gold. It's
4: goodbye. Nice.
3: What a wholesome recommendation.
4: <laughs> <laughs> After all that. All right, goodbye, everyone.
0: Must be 21 plus and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, Vermont, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. one 770 stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call one 800 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York.